0: you to the preaching service of the Scots for christian church i'm otis clark the minister and we're so pleased to have you sharing with us of course all of us are mindful that today is mother's day and to each mother who might be listening i take this opportunity to wish you a very very happy mother's day and many many more Today we're going to be reading from the book of Proverbs and also from the book of Ephesians. And in the book of Proverbs, in the 23rd chapter, and verse 25, this is what it says. May your father and mother rejoice. May she who gave you birth... Be joyful, and then also over in the Ephesian letter, we read these words, and you probably heard them read many a time, Ephesians 4 and 32, and this is what it says: Get, uh, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as I in Christ God forgave you. Beautiful and profound teachings. Someone has said, and said very amply, that Mother's Day used to be such an easy Sunday, and uh, for preachers because we could preach sermons filled with warm, happy illustrations. Well, we ask ourselves, maybe not everybody, but uh, this morning we're going to talk about. The mothers and the love we have for them and things that we need to keep in mind as we share and build them up. A man came home from work one afternoon and found his three small children outside still in their pajamas playing in the mud. Some of their toys were scattered across the lawn and on the driveway. The door of his wife's car was wide open and so was the front door of their house. Surprised at this, the husband rushed inside and was confronted with evidence of complete disarray. A lamp had been knocked over. The tea was loudly blaring on a cartoon channel. The family room was littered with toys and children's clothing. He went into the kitchen and the sink was filled with dirty dishes. Breakfast food had been spilled on the counter. The refrigerator door was open. Dog food was scattered all over the floor very concerned now and fearing the worst he frantically began looking for his wife and heading heading up the stairs stepping over toys and more piles of clothes as he went he was worried he might she might be ill or that something serious had happened to her rushing into their bedroom he saw her still in her pajamas she lay there curled up on their bed and reading a novel and she looked up and smiled at him and asked him how his day had been completely bewildered he looked at her he looked at her and asked what happened here today again she smiled and then answered she said you know every day when you come home from work and you ask me what in the world i do all day long yes he said well she answered well today i didn't do it well this may not be totally graphic of the day in which we are living uh, but it uh, certainly would have been true and maybe still somewhat true but it would have been true back through the years i also would like to call your attention to several passages of scripture and i want to read in proverbs the 23rd chapter the same chapter verses 15 and 16 my son if your heart is wise then my heart will be glad indeed for inmost my inmost being will rejoice when your lips speak what is right yes on this day many many churches will do hopefully many things to show love and care for mothers and i know we will be doing that at our church at the scotts Fork christian church but you see friends as we gather on this mother's day uh The situation may not be happy altogether. For some, it may be a bittersweet celebration. You see, Mother's Day is not necessarily a happy day for everyone. Now, I'm going to be talking about the things that that we need to consider as to how we can help our mothers and help our family is I want to submit to you on the front end of our message three things, and of course there are many more things that we can add because we're going to see as we look at Mother's Day through the years of time that things have changed and many situations have changed drastically. What is contributing to a lot of relationships that have gone awry? what has happened in many settings well I think number one the hurried society Brothers and sisters, I really don't know in totality how to say something to help us here. I have some ideas, but we certainly are just in too much of a tizzy, too much of a hurry. And when that goes on, it seems that everyone seems to be so strung out, so strong and tight, and like maybe like a rubber band and seemingly many times it doesn't take anything to to break that rubber band and for a lot of things to happen that i know that god does not want us to have happen in our homes and friends a biggie very sad and i don't want to be unkind here But it seems like we're no longer uh, into God's word as we should be. And many situations, many families have left the church, uh, have left uh, the assembling of ourselves together on the first day of the week. And so, friends, we look today and we know that Mother's Day is not a happy day for everyone. One woman wrote, Mother's Day is such a wonderful day for so many women. But it will be a sad day for some of us who have tried so very hard to become a mother, but without success. To us, having a baby is a dream just out of our reach, and Mother's Day is a day of tears instead of joy. I know that uh, that I think about mothers and uh, I learned this early on uh, that when mothers have a miscarriage and they lose their baby uh, that is a lot more significant than many times uh, that we understand how traumatic it is and there are others for whom Mother's Day is more of a day of sadness than joy maybe your mother's day is tinged with sadness because you're a long ways from your mother people women mothers in the military and so on and from your children and you are not able to see each other and express your love face to face Story is told about three mothers boarding an airplane and they were in their late 60s and on their way to the homes of their children on Mother's Day They sat together, and as they talked, they had many common experiences to share. They talked about the way things used to be when their homes were the center of family gatherings, how the kids always came home for Mother's Day, and how it was such a happy time when they were all back home together. The circumstances have changed. A lot, a lot has changed, and now they were with us. Now they were traveling to their children's home because that was the easiest for everybody. And a note of sadness was detected in their voices because their, this Mother's Day was different than those that had gone before. Maybe as you listening, and maybe hopefully we have a number of mothers who are listening, maybe you're sad today because your mother is getting old. You're wondering what the future holds for her. You see a thing that we have in our world today, that uh, many, many, many people are living much, much longer. And we have an aging of population. And so we have a lot of dynamics there. And so maybe you've noticed how fast your mother is aging. Her eyesight is not as sharp as it used to be. And on and on we could go. But many of us have already gone through that experience possibly and the hardest decision we ever had to make came when we realized that we could no longer provide adequate care for our mother or our father ourselves and that we would have to commit their care to someone else the following words say so much uh, and this minister friend of mine melvin newland out in kansas he said and he wrote about this he said i feel compelled to read this to you this morning it's an old about an old mother in a nursing home expressing her feelings in rhyme and this is the way it goes what do you see nurses what do you see what are you thinking about when you're looking at me a crabby old woman not very wise uncertain of habit with far away eyes I'm a small child of 10, with a mother and father, brother and sisters who love one another. I'm a bride in her 20s, my heart gives a leap, remembering the vows that I promised to keep. I'm a woman of 30, my young heart uh, grows fast, bound to each other with ties that should last. Now I'm 40, my children have grown and gone. And my man is beside me to see I don't mourn. At fifty, once more babies play round my knees. Again, we know children, my husband and me. I'm an old woman now, nature is cruel. Tis her jest to make old age look like a fool. The body, it crumbles, grace and vigor depart. I'm weak, and there's an ache in my heart. But inside of this old carcass, a young girl still dwells. And now and again, my battered heart swells. I remember the joys, I remember the pain, and I'm looking and living life over again. I think of the years all too few, gone too fast, and accept the stark fact that nothing can last. So open your eyes, nurses, open and see. Not a crabby old woman, look closer see me and two friends as we look at this mother's day and this is so regrettable because i believe with all of my heart that concerning relationships that i have relationships with my wife my children church family and on and on i could go is that i know that if i were not a student of god's word if i did not know god's word that the many many things that arise that i would do them differently if i were not uh, a person who believed in the teachings of the scriptures please hear me clearly friends i think that's one of the reasons that we have so much strife so many heartaches is that we do not know how to share with each other we really don't know how many things to show genuine love to each other compassion and kindness and on and on i could go and so today we realize that uh, Mother's Day is happy because of broken relationships. You have children and you don't know where they are or what is happening in their lives. And you say, I thought we had a good family, but now we're alienated from each other and I don't know what to do friends we need to see that there are so many things that we need to be mindful of in uh, having uh, a good home and, and having a mother and respecting a mother as we ought uh, Melvin tells about a friend whose parents went into business for themselves and a uh, the young man uh, his grandfather loaned him a big sum of money so he could be a part of that business and the grandfather thought though that he that he should have a strong say and how the business was conducted but his father didn't feel that way at all and so they argued and for many years there was a strained relationship in the family they didn't go to grandfather's house for Christmas anymore his father and grandfather wouldn't even speak when they saw each other on the street or in the store so maybe mother's day is unhappy for you because of an experience like that i hope not but you see families have gone through tremendous stress in these last few decades let's just kind of walk our way through the years and see if we can note some things if you're 80 years old or more than you grew up in so to speak the uh, the 30s or the 40s and um and people back then didn't speak uh, didn't expect much be uh, because our nation was in the midst of a Great Depression people wanted their jobs and they were happy just to have one and then came war, war came and what everybody wanted now was peace once again the father saw himself as the Uh, provider for his family so he would work long hours to bring home his paycheck and buy groceries and do all he could do to provide for the needs of his family and mother saw herself as a homemaker and one who took care of the children who would be a faithful wife and mother and that's what she wanted and that's how she felt satisfied and fulfilled and then we continued to walk our way through the years and uh, in the 50s and 60s And you came along right at the beginning of the women's women's liberation movement and you would hear women uh, say they demanded their rights and certainly many, many, many times that women and mothers were not treated as they ought to have been treated. And then you come to the 70s and the 80s and some women were even questioning if men had any useful purpose in their lives at all. And uh, we've heard a lot about the My Me Generation and on through the years doing their own thing. So, you see, over the years, we have gone through periods of great stress. And many homes have become battlefields where no one knows what the rules and standards really are because they have been changed so often. Now, friends, I want you to think about that, and I want you to think about it. Maybe you're listening, and I hope and pray that this is not the case, but it may be that as you're sharing this podcast with us, uh, maybe there are a lot of relationships uh, that are not as they ought to be. Uh, Maybe there are hard feelings. Maybe there is estrangement, and on and on I can go. But friends, I believe that we can find solutions even in the day in which we're living. In the year 2023, I believe we can find the solution in God's Word. I believe with all my heart that the solution to these problems can be found in God's Word. Let me give you two key words to consider. You may want to jot these down. The first one is attitude. And the second is action. Paul, in writing to the church at Ephesus, and, and I want to read those words again, if you will, in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, and verse 15. I, want, I read verse 31 a while ago, but I want to read verse 15 here uh, this, uh, this, this morning. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will, grow, uh, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, and that is Christ. Friends, I want us to see that uh, thinking about relationships and being a good mother and being good to our mothers and so on, I think healing can come into our homes, into our families, if we would take the attitude of speaking the truth in love. For instance, we might begin by realizing that our parents weren't perfect. And I certainly, and I've said it many times from this kind Christian church pulpit, I just hope and pray that I did not make too many mistakes as we were seeking to raise our children. Maybe we expected them to be, but they weren't. And so we may have been disappointed in them at times i've often said like i just hope and pray that i did not make too many mistakes It's mother's day and son phones his mother and asks mom how are you well son i'm not too good she replied i'm feeling very very weak and suddenly concerned her son begins asking her why She says, well, I haven't eaten eaten anything in 23 days. That's terrible, her son says. Have you been to the doctor to see about it? No, I don't need to. I know the reason why I'm not eating. Well, the son asks, what is the reason? Why haven't you eaten in 23 days? And she replies, listen, because I didn't want my mouth to be filled with food when my son should call. 23 days had gone by, and uh, she had not eaten because she did not want food in her mouth when her son might call because she wanted to talk to him. Now, as we look at this whole scene, the hardest part of all, we must admit that I'm not perfect either. I wasn't a perfect child, and I haven't been a perfect parent. So, my children have to live with imperfect parents. Sometimes, friends, it hurts to speak the truth. Sometimes mothers and dads do not like to be reprimanded. Sometimes children do not like to be remembered. But can't we try to deal with them as a caring family? Can't we be honest with each other other in an attitude of love? Now, the second word I want us to look at, not only do we look at attitude, but as action Listen to the action Paul says that should be a part of the life of every Christian. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. What should we do? First of all, friends, and it seems like since we have experienced what we experienced with the terrible pandemic, the COVID situation, what we experienced in Western Kentucky, what we have experienced in Eastern Kentucky, and many ways what we have experienced all over this nation and all over the world, that it seems like we hear people saying with more frequency, it's never too soon to do a kindness. Be kind to each other the truth can hurt but when it is spoken in kindness you don't do it to hurt but to help and then healing can begin and then the second thing that he said treat each other with compassion compassion means that I seek to understand you I seek to understand what is going on in your life where you are going coming from I put on your shoes and I walk in your footsteps for a while. Revolutionary things can happen in the home when parents try to understand what it is like to be a teenager, what it is like to feel peer pressure, to do the things you know you shouldn't do. If parents only knew all the stresses and the pressure that enter the life of a young person growing up today, uh, it would be a tremendous thing. And wouldn't it be wonderful if somehow teenagers could understand what it is like to be their parents to have children that you love more than you love yourself going through all these temptations wanting to throw your arms around them and say i don't want to to hurt you to hurt i don't want you to feel this way And so don't do this thing because I know it is going to hurt you. I know that in my little world when we were raising and we had three teens at one time and and the terminology that I would often use, I say, children, when I share with you, I'm saying this because I don't want you to get hurt or I don't want you to get burned for life. So if somehow we could crawl into the flesh of our aging parents and know what it is like to be trapped in a body that won't function anymore that doesn't see the way it used to see, used to and doesn't hear the way it used to hear and and that can't handle the things the way it used to to know their frustrations because of all of that. Friends powerful words that Paul wrote when he talked about being compassionate when he talked about being kind Paul said forgiving each other now you are kind and compassionate so learn to forgive friends forget those things that have caused the risk in your family do everything you can to forgive do everything that you can to be compassionate do everything that you can uh, to show genuine genuine love possibly many have heard this i've read it many times at memorial services it is a writing by temple bailey and it is profound listen as i read it if you will the young mother set her foot on the path of life is the way long she asked and her guide answered oh yes and the way is hard and you will be old before you reach the end of it but the end will be better than the beginning but the young mother was happy and she did not believe anything could be better than these years and so she played with her children gathered flowers for them along the way the sun shone on them life was good the young mother said nothing will ever be better than this then night came storms path was dark and the children shook with fear and cold and the mother drew them close and covered them with her cloak and the children said oh mother we're not afraid for you are near and no harm can come and the mother said this is better than the brightness of day for i have taught my children courage morning came and there was a hill ahead and so the children climbed and they grew weary but she said to them a little patience and we'll soon be there and so the children climbed, and when they reached the top, they said, We could not have done it without you, mother. And the mother, when she lay down that night, she looked up at the others, at the stars and said, This is a better day than the last, for my children have learned perseverance in the face of difficulty. Yesterday I gave them courage, today I have given them strength. And the next day came strange clouds which darkened the earth, Clouds of war, clouds of hate and evil, and the children groped and stumbled. So the mother said, Look up, lift your eyes to the light. The children looked up, and they saw clouds and everlasting glory, and they guided them and brought them beyond the darkness. This night the mother said, This is the best day of all, for I have shown my children God. The days went on, the weeks, the months, the years, and the mother grew old and frail. But her children were strong and tall and walked with courage. And when the way was hard, they helped their mother. And when the way was rough, they lifted her, for she was light as a feather. And at last they came to the golden gates, flung wide open. And the mother said to them, I have reached the end of my journey. And now I know that the end is better than the beginning. For my children can walk alone and their children after them. And the children said, You will always walk with mother, with us, Mother, even when you have gone through the gates. And they stood and watched as she went along, and the gates closed after her, and they said, You will always be a living presence. Let us pray. Our Father, we know we have talked about a very, very important subject this morning. We've heard it said through the years of time that the three most revered words in life are mother, home, and heaven. We've heard it said that we have many things, many items of clothing, many things, but we only have one mother. And Lord, I pray today, if there is a mother, our mothers listening, that... uh, we will be seek to be a blessing to them that as they seek to guide us and direct us they will be thankful for that and show appreciation and love and today we just say a special special prayer for every mother in his name we pray